This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What's up, loves? Welcome to Self-Care in Real Life, a podcast where I am completely addicted to giving you the tools that you need to choose happiness and create more joyful moments. I am your host, best-selling author, OG influencer, and DJ, Ty Alexander, and I'm basically your new wellness hype girl, so welcome to the party. (laughs) Before we take a deep dive into today's episode, I want to remind you to please be sure to rate, review, and follow us. If you've enjoyed the podcast so far, consider subscribing on Apple Podcasts to unlock our bestie subscriber-only audio experience. You'll get exclusive audio, interviews, ad-free episodes, and monthly guided meditations. So let's get right into today's episode, shall we? So this episode is prompted by a conversation I was having with a good girlfriend of mine. As you can imagine, like most of my friends are on the internet like you. Um, But they're either influencers or people who are really good at influencing people, but are in such denial about being an actual influencer. And most of my friends are in like a state of practicing radical vulnerability, right? Like we all share our experiences on the internet. We all share our traumas. We all share our happiness. You know, I took you on the journey with me when I got married, I took you on the journey with me when I got a hysterectomy. I took you on the journey with me when I started learning how to DJ. I basically take you everywhere with me. But in return, that comes with other people's opinions. It comes with other people's suggestions. It comes with other people's thoughts. And that part can be extremely overwhelming, especially when you multiply that by roughly 112,000 people, right? And what I am finding is that a lot of us believe that this is the price you pay for fame or popularity. I don't know how this started. I see it a lot, um, like in the comments of like the Shade Room or really any popular site that reports celebrity news. People actually comment as if the celebrity like will never read it, which is odd to me. But baby, they got phones just like us. So imagine you know, a tragedy happening to you and then 2 million plus people start having discord about your said trauma as if you don't even exist, as if you're not even there, right? So mentally, this is hard. It's hard to consume. It's hard to grasp. It's also just rude as hell for us if you think about it. Now, while I don't have a solution for our wildly weird obsession with celebrity gossip debates, etc., I do want to give you some gems on how you can support your friends, but especially your favorite internet girls like me, but supporting them in a way that doesn't require you to give them suggestions. 
I know I give a PSA every single time I share something vulnerable. I remind the peoples <laughs> that it's not the time for you to display your Google doctor degree. I actually, I want y'all to stop applying for these degrees because they are not valid. Um, but it is not really the time for you to give anybody me or, or anybody really a list of things that they need to do, a list of things they got to buy or even think about. I don't know why, but for some reason, when we think about supporting someone, we immediately think that that means offering a solution. And sometimes it might, right? Sometimes it, it means offering a solution, but almost never in situations when you don't really know the person, i.e. people on the internet, does that ever mean support finding, support means finding a solution, right? Example, so let's say your favorite internet girl might be thinking about getting a divorce and in a, a vulnerable state, you know, she shares this on the internet, maybe even puts it in her close friends. You see this and you can relate, right? Maybe you're divorced. Maybe you're getting divorced. Maybe you've thought about getting a divorce. So then you proceed to send her a bunch of recommendations of lawyers and maybe even some therapists. I know you're probably thinking, I mean, what's wrong with that? I'm just trying to help. I get it. We get it. Your intention is solid, but your intention isn't what's bothersome right now. It's the impact. You are attempting to be helpful, but imagine already being overwhelmed by decisions of life, right? Like life in itself be life in and the decisions of life also be life in, right? So then top that with 112,000 people giving you directives on how to fix something. It is and can be overwhelming, even if the suggestions are really good. Whether it's good or not is not up for debate. It really is the idea that you are getting thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of the same, either bad or good or indifferent suggestions, right? Imagine if you were just gentle with the people you love and support on the internet. Well, lucky for you, you don't got to think about it that hard. I'm going to give you eight ways to support someone without giving them suggestions in this episode. That's what you and I are going to discuss today. Have you ever tried finding someone to hire without using a hiring tool? It's exhausting and honestly it feels impossible, but it doesn't have to be that way. Indeed is here to help you streamline the process. Indeed is a hiring platform where you can attract interview and hire all in one place. Plus with instant match, over 80% of employers get quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job, according to Indeed Data US. My favorite part of using Indeed is knowing how much of my time I am reclaiming without sacrificing results. Indeed will show you candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your job description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash self-care IRL offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at indeed.com slash self-care IRL. Just go to indeed.com slash self-care IRL and support the show by saying you heard about it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash self-care IRL. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
So the first thing I need everyone to learn how to do is to listen actively. It really does feel like active listening is like a lost art amongst us human beings. And really it's because this is more like a practice. It's something that you have to practice how to do. You get good at it, but you only get good at it if you practice it. And we all know we backside. We backslide when we don't practice things. We get excited. We want to share our stories. We know exactly how to fix it. So we start interrupting people, right? But active listening means giving your full attention to the person that you're speaking to without interrupting or even thinking about what your response is going to be. If you're having an in-person conversation, it involves making eye contact, you know, nodding, providing verbal cues like I see or I understand or, you know, tell me more. If you're responding to someone on the Internet, it can be comments like, wow, that's wild. (laughs) Or even emojis that literally co-sign that you read what they wrote and you have comprehended what was written. All of this demonstrates that you are fully engaged in what they're saying and you value their perspective. I also want us to learn or rather practice how to lead with empathy. And a lot of us have a really hard time with this word because if we're honest, we don't offer ourselves empathy. So it's really hard to offer it up for somebody else. But that's we're going to do another episode another day for that. But Empathy is simply putting yourself in their shoes and trying to understand their feelings from their point of view, not from your point of view, not from the person next to them, not from their husband, but from their point of view. It's all about connecting emotionally and showing that you care about their experience. So you might say things like, I I can imagine how difficult that must be for you. Or... Simply put, I'm here for you. Or even, I've been through something like this. Let me know if you want any suggestions on how to boom, right? Simple as that. Learn how to lead with empathy. Once we all understand that every single person in this world has the desire to be seen and heard, we will get through life much smoother. So I want you to practice validating other people's feelings. This will also help you to learn how to validate your own. Validating someone's feelings means acknowledging the legitimacy of their emotions, even if you don't fully understand them, right? Even if you're like, I can't believe he's overreacting like this. Even if that's going through your head, validate their feelings. So it's statements like, you know, it's really okay if you feel that way or Really simply put, your feelings are valid. This shows them that you're not judging them and that you respect their emotional experiences. Now, my next gem I feel like might be hard to do if you don't actually know the person, like if you're not having like actual in-person, in-real-life conversations with them. But I feel like if you're the person who is ignoring or dismissing the boundaries of your favorite internet girls, then you might be doing it to your in real life friends too. So offer your presence to your friends. We often negate how how safe we can make people feel with just our presence. Sometimes the best way to support someone 
is by simply being there in their presence, like physically being present and being available for a conversation. This just provides so much comfort, especially during challenging times. Your presence shows that you're willing to stand by them, that you are willing to stand with them, that you are willing to stand up for them if they cannot stand. We all want to feel safe, but especially in friendships and relationships. So when you're looking to offer support to someone, I want you to remember to ask open-ended questions. Open-ended questions encourage the person to share more about their thoughts and their feelings. These questions cannot be answered with a simple yes or no, but instead they encourage a more detailed response. So for example, instead of saying, you know, how are you today, which actually just allows people to say, I'm fine, I'm okay. You can actually ask, tell me more about what's been on your mind lately, or how have you been managing, you know, with everything going on? Now, once you've actively listened and you have led with empathy and you've validated their feelings and you've shown up for them when they needed you and you've asked a ton of open-ended questions, I want you to then reflect on their feelings. So for instance, you might say, it sounds like you're feeling really frustrated with this situation or you're excited about this new opportunity, huh? Reflecting involves paraphrasing or summarizing what the person has said to show that you've understood them correctly. You're not exactly trying to solve their problems or find solutions. You're more like like a feelings translator. This reflection helps them know that you're not hearing their words. You're understanding the emotions behind their words. It's like showing them that their feelings matter and that you are fully tuned into their wavelength. So don't stress about getting the exact words right. Like you don't have to say the right things. It's all about the intention and the vibes that you are sending to them. So this next gem, I want you to tread lightly with this. Like don't go overboard. But I also want you to understand and know that sharing your own experiences when relevant can really help that person feel understood. And more importantly, it helps that person feel less alone. But I want you to learn how to share your experiences without taking over the conversation. I want you to learn how to share your experiences without giving your friend an out, you know, and now we're talking about your problems instead of theirs. So when you share your story, I want you to think of it as handing them just a little nugget of solidarity. It's a way of saying you're totally not not alone in this. I totally get it. But, and this is a big but, make sure your story is relevant and it adds to the conversation. Like if we talk about a breakup, don't come around here talking about, oh my God, guess what? I just booked a vacation to the Maldives. Girl, I don't care. I don't, I'm struggling. I don't care. (laughs) So keep it focused. Keep it short. Keep it relatable. You are not giving advice. Remember, overarching the whole episode is about not giving advice, right? So you're not giving advice, but you are giving them a glimpse into your own world just to show that you understand what they're feeling. It's like a little mini bonding session in between the conversation where you're both opening up just a little bit more. Just remember, while your story might be kind of similar, 
Their story is the only story that matters right now. So after you've shared your piece, shift the spotlight right back on them saying something like, but enough about me. Tell me more about what, you know, how you're handling this. What's going on with you? The art of showing support without providing unsolicited advice slash suggestions is all about respecting their autonomy. It's important to recognize that people have their own agency and should be able to make decisions based on what's best for them. Offer your support and input if they ask for it. Remember that sharing information either in person or on the internet is not them asking for advice. It's simply them sharing it. Showing support isn't always about having the answers. It's just about being there. It's about being present and showing that you care in the most genuine ways that you can. So go ahead and put these tips into action the next time your BFF or your favorite internet girl, i.e. me, (laughs) needs a dose of love and understanding. Thank you for joining me today. I am incredibly grateful for our connection. Thank you for leaning into these really hard conversations with me. And a special thank you to those of you who are faithfully listening and supporting our podcast each and every week. If you have enjoyed and loved this episode, do me a favor and submit your review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or just wherever you are listening to me today. Also, I kind of think you like me, so consider subscribing on Apple Podcasts to unlock our bestie subscriber-only audio experience. You'll get exclusive audio, interviews, ad-free episodes, monthly got-it meditations, early access, and more. And don't forget to share this episode on social via IG stories, Twitter, Facebook. Just do your girl a favor and share it so we can keep the conversation going. And when you do share it, make sure you tag me at Ty Alexander and at Self Care IRL. Again, thank you so much for listening today. And until next time, toodles. <laughs>